Hey, welcome once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, and today we're in 1 Peter chapter 3, and I want to continue to kind of untether this uh, this thread about suffering well and dealing with difficulties in the life uh, that we live here on earth, especially as believers who um, potentially live in a in a culture that is antagonistic toward us, that is negative toward us, not not positive toward those who trust in Christ. And so today's text, I want us to see that uh, instead of having a posture where we say, well, I'm going to trust in Christ and I'm going to insulate myself from the world and I'm going to hide away, um, we actually have a posture that while we trust in Christ, we actually continue to live uh, transparent, open lives, engaging with the culture that might actually be negative toward us. And so let's open up to 1 Peter chapter 3, starting in verse 13. Here's what the text says. It says, Now, who is there to harm you if you are zealous for what is good? Now, as believers, we generally speaking, we are going to do what is right and what is good. That, that should be our aim. That should be our goal. We should be doing what is good. <clears throat> now, sometimes what the Lord says is good and what our world wants to say is good, sometimes those are different things. And that's where the text goes next. It says, but even if you should suffer for righteousness sake, you will be blessed. What is this talking about? Well, this is talking about when we live in a world where we say, well, here's how God designed us. God designed us to be male and female, and he designed within uh, a marriage, it should be a man and a woman married together, and that's the only appropriate sexual activity that should exist. We believe that. We hold that. We say things like, God makes every human being in his image, and at conception, there is a brand new life, and that life is to be valued. That life has dignity. That life should not be murdered. And we live in a world that says, well, you know, it's a mother's choice. And if, if uh, a mom doesn't want to keep her baby, then that's her choice. Well, no, it's, it's not. That, that life is valuable. Believers, we, we say these kind of things, not because this is our opinion that we randomly came up with, but because these, these are truths that are rooted in God's word and the way God has made the world and the way God has designed life to work. And so we, we call a spade a spade. We, we say this is true because in its very nature, that's how it's been made to, to work and, and designed. And so it says, but even if you should suffer for righteousness sake, you will be blessed. What is the ultimate truth? The ultimate truth is that there, there is one way to be made right with God, and it is not through how moral of a life you live. It is not through your own self-sacrifice. The only way to be made right with God is by trusting in Jesus and his death and resurrection on our behalf. We claim this. We proclaim this. We declare this. And our world wants everything to be relativistic and everything should be tolerated except for that one truth that Jesus died and rose again. And so sometimes we suffer for righteousness sake. It says, you will be blessed. You'll be blessed. You, your relationship with the Lord, your knowing that you're pleasing the heavenly father, you will be blessed. It says, have no fear of them, nor be troubled. But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy. It says, the world around you might be raging against you for proclaiming the exclusive nature of salvation in Christ alone. It might be raging at you for your uh, biblical moral ethic and sexuality, 
for your defense of the unborn, preborn life. The world might be raging in you, but but you honor your but in your heart honor Christ the Lord is holy. And then it says this always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. You should engage with him. You should you should honor Christ as Lord. The Lord is holy in your heart. You should live like Christ. You should live for Christ and then always be ready. You should be able to say, well, can I explain my position? Can I share with you what has led me to these conclusions? This is the the the, the posture we're to have toward the world. But look at it. The text continues. It says, yet do this with gentleness and respect. See, sometimes we want to get on our high horse and we want to be rude and abrasive and mean-spirited. We want to win the argument and forget that our, our goal is to win the person. And so sometimes Christians, we say, well, I have the truth. And so I can be bold. And my boldness is defined by being abrasive. No, that doesn't win anything. Instead, we do it with gentleness and respect having a good conscience so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame, for it is better to suffer for doing good if that should be God's will than for doing evil. See, if you are the most respectful person in the conversation, if you are the most gentle and kind, if you say bold things, but you say them in love, listen, they might slander you, but what are they really slandering? They have no ground to stand on. They might hate your opinions, but know that you love them. That's the aim of the Christian. We don't go and hide and say, I'm just going to totally disengage from the world around me. We don't go with, with knuckles tight looking for a fight. What we do is we engage with open hands saying, let me, let me share with you the truth. And let me share with you the truth in a way that shows you that I love you and that I want what's best for you. This is the Christian's aim. You know, it can be really easy to become disgruntled at the world around us. It can be really easy to look at those who are lost and those who have a perspective that is, <clears throat> that is futile, according to Romans. Those who have a heart that is led astray and we can be mad at them and we can be frustrated with them and we can say it's us versus them or we can say, let's live like Jesus did. Let's live among them, loving, gentle, but never compromising on truth. Now, this is the ancient way for our modern day. This is how we win our neighbors. This is how we win the, the world around us. We don't do it by uh, burying our teeth and being angry. We do it with gentleness, with respect, a good conscience, always being prepared to, to give an answer for the hope that we have. Remember that hope? Chapter 1. We've been born again to a living hope through Christ Jesus and his resurrection. And this is our ancient way for our modern day.